Hey, AfterBuzz TV listeners. Want to share your opinions, give feedback, or tell us what you're thinking? Send us a voice message. Voice messages are an easy way for you to send us audio that might end up in a future episode of our After Show. They're the latest feature from Anchor, the platform we use to publish and distribute our podcasts to you for free. You could send us voice messages about all sorts of topics, from questions you have for us to what you thought of the latest episode of your favorite TV show, what you think of our format, or even your best impression of one of the characters from these shows. Anything you can think of, you can send it. We'll see all of your messages, and we might even add them into a future episode. Anchor makes that part super easy. All you gotta do to send us a voice message right now from wherever you're listening is tap the link in the show notes. We can't wait to hear from you. Picture, if you will, a time and a place where in a single moment, everything and everyone you know is stripped away from you and your entire life is turned upside down. An event impervious to even the Twilight Zone. Yes, I'm talking about a third grade new parent dinner. The Twilight Zone after show starts now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. That's right. Here we are. The whole gang back together. Yes. Hello. Is it chaos, Jay, you were looking for? He's here. <laughs> he is here. Uh, we missed you. I don't know that you missed us, but we missed you. I so did. Yes. All right. Well, we're glad to have you back. And uh, next to him, of course, it is the angel in our midst. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I'm just commenting on the, the comments from last week. Uh, yes, hello, it's me. That we're looking for. It's me, Angelica Trey. Uh, and uh, next to me, uh, Raven. Hello, hello, hello. So uh, here we are talking about Point of Origin. And uh, I'll uh, just, uh, at, before I ask everybody what they thought, uh, I thought we were on a, a really good upward climb the last couple weeks. I really liked the last two episodes. And then there was this one. Uh, Raven, what did you think about Point of Origin? Oh, well, you know, when it ended, I thought, I think of you now at every ending. Because mm-hmm. I wonder if you like it or not. That's sweet. Because <laughs> <laughs> he has such an opinion. Well, I, I, I like that you would think of me, like, the more terrible the ending is, I assume that that's how much more strongly you would think of this me. This terrible yeah. ending, it reminded me of you. Yeah. I wanted more. But honestly, the rest of your life, terrible endings in anything, right. I hope, will make you think <laughs> yeah, of me. You know, you're, like, ten years from now, I'm going to get an email like, you know, I saw this movie, it had the worst ending. How are you, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted more. You wanted more. Yeah. I mean, I think... Okay, yay! Someone I, agrees. No, I, I, I agree real quick. Um, yeah, I wanted more, and I really just wanted a lot more. I had so many questions that were unanswered, and I get that that's the, you know, that's the whole thing about Twilight Zone, but at the same time, I felt like, <clears throat> I felt like they could have given us a little bit more, um, but we'll dive into that later. Uh, and Atra, your thoughts? I kind of agree. It's been on a bit of an upward climb, yeah. but this one, this one was a little too on the nose for me. It was a, it was just very straightforward. And honestly, I found myself wanting to launch into another dimension, another dimension, and just like, <laughs> well, and just kind of have a whole episode about the, you know, maybe transporting the other dimension. dimensions. Mm-hmm. Or I something. wanted to see the other dimension actually. Exactly. Yeah, I wanted her to get sent that's back. So you wanted more. Yeah. Well, I, I yeah. If, that, if that's what you more. meant by it, then yes, I, did, I wanted yeah. to mm-hmm. see less of the on the noseness and more of the sci-fi ness. <laughs> I thought uh, uh, and and I were talking before the show. I think last week was the one week where they had the right balance of social commentary with it still being really interesting and entertaining 
It was a little heavy-handed last week. Some people in the chat uh, thought it was uh, far too heavy-handed last week. But I thought it was the right balance. This one, I think the scales were definitely tipped way in the, uh, in the uh, well, you know what we're talking about, right? Wink, wink, yeah. wink. <laughs> right. So uh, this was about as, as subtle as Baby Doctor, I thought. I think that, uh, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Dr. Baby. Dr. Baby. <laughs> yeah. I wish people could have seen the look I got when I said Baby Doctor. Um, but... You know, I think that there's a lot of interesting things about it. There's great performances in the episode. Mm-hmm. We'll go mm-hmm. through all that. But uh, I think on the whole, it was it. it I don't know. It was just so, it was just a little too obvious. And uh, I I don't know. I, I sometimes I feel like when Jordan Peele comes out at the end, he's going to scold us for for not appreciating the lesson <laughs> we were just told. And then he has an ice cream cone. And I'm like, oh, that just threw it. It's like, I can't take you seriously right now. See, I like that. No, I thought it was, I, I did, but I couldn't. I think it was funny. Yeah. But I was just like, well, I can't take this seriously. Like, why do you have ice cream? I legitimately said to myself, why does he have an ice cream cone? And then I went, oh, ice cream truck. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, exactly. Time. All right, got If it. we let go of the on the nose, because it seems like that's their thing. It is. Yes, this this show is the the on-the-nose zone, absolutely. (laughs) Might we enjoy it a little more? If they they put it in the title? Uh, No, I don't think that would help. Uh, Let me just, uh, one second, Uh, uh, in the chat, Garrett North says, uh, wait, I think it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it is Garrett North. This episode was about as subtle as a sledgehammer. Ah, but a sledgehammer from another dimension, I think, is the part that you're missing. What were you going to say? I was just going to say that. Actually, thought that I was can one look of our past. Phones. You say what? I thought that ding oh, was one yeah, of our phones, and I'm too. like, no, no, wait, that's right, a sound no, effect. Not me. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, who's the idiot? I think it's me. No, anyway, sorry, go ahead. Um, but no, I, I didn't even necessarily have that much of a problem with the fact that it was so on the nose. I just wanted them to give me a better explanation. I felt like they took so long to drag it out to kind of oh. get you so emotionally invested in her and 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 you know and oh my god, look at what's happening to her that they failed to get you caught up and say okay, well this is what's going on. She's actually not from this dimension mm-hmm. and she is from this world where this happened. That's what I needed. I needed to know what happened. These random ass flashes that you're giving me was not enough. Like it, 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 it I mean, obviously we can figure out what happened. Some kind of apocalyptic event happened, but tell me more. Explain to me why why you guys have such a problem with them, These people, the, yes. the, the the pilgrims, which I thought was an odd choice of words to describe essentially immigrants. Well, I mean, who, who, are, who are the original immigrants to this country? Pilgrims, yeah, right. You know, yeah. and and what do what did the what did the pilgrims do? You know, just uh, some smallpox blankets, and uh, you know, they uh, named some really cool ships. I mean, the Mayflower. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Why was it called the Mayflower? I don't know. Did they sign the Mayflower? Yeah, I was, like, right. like, was, I was I waiting. So. I, I'm I'm thinking of a good pun right now, and I'm working on, yeah, on just, it. Just I, look that I was gonna betray my ignorance and make a joke about the Nina, the Pina, and the Santa Maria. I'm like, well, wait a minute, yeah. that's Christopher Columbus. I'm oh, way off. Oh man, all right. Well, off. you know what? This isn't a history podcast, so let's keep moving. Welcome forward. to the history zone, but <laughs> history it's history zone. of another dimension. I do agree with the yeah. point. Like, I would have liked to have seen more of it. I think. Let's talk about Jennifer Goodwin. I think she did a great job as someone who has no idea what information they're trying to get out of her. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen this sort of a thing. You know, I mean, you see it pretty consistently 
Uh, I mean, on the big screen recently, you had that in the Captain Marvel movie. I mean, you have mm-hmm. a lot of these people are like, yeah, look, I don't even know what you want. I mean, uh, you know, and I, I like that the upbringing that she had is just like, well, obviously, I'm going to be able to buy my way out of this. And a couple of different times, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's what she goes to. But uh, I thought she did a good job as somebody, you know, going through the literal physical excruciating pain, but also just the emotional pain of being ripped away from her family and having no idea why. You know, usually you know why you're ending up in a facility where people are interrogating you. Well, it was cute mm-hmm. that she really thought that it had something to do with her letting her, her yeah. maid use her address. Yeah, which was only like, you know, two minutes before her, her maid gets dragged away. Did so. you guys have any thoughts on that? Like, did you have a, a suspicion? Of why she was there or anything? Or what do you mean? Oh, why? you mean like why? Before I mean, she found out. So Jennifer Goodwin. What well, yes. were your guesses for why she got taken away? I think it was because she was going to let the charter school believe that her maid lived. No, I actually never thought that. <laughs> yeah. I had a weird moment where I was like, maybe this is a crazy episode about a charter, charter school. That was, <laughs> yeah, like, do not lie to your charter yeah, school. It feels a little bit more like a Goosebumps book now. Well, people like, are hey. in jail for that type of thing. Yeah. No, they so, are. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bri- bribing into school. Do you think Lori Lachlan could have gotten her maid's kid into a charter school? I, I don't know. The, I don't know in the Twilight Zone whether or not that would have worked. Um, yeah, but I didn't really actually. Uh, I didn't have a real thought as to what it was. Um, uh, I didn't think actually that uh, she was from another dimension. Did, well, let me uh, turn it back on you. Did you uh, have a thought as to this was where she was from or this sort of thing? Well, it was interesting for me because I think the first scene where they did try to indicate maybe something's going on with her, uh, she's staring out of a window and her eyes look kind of glazed over. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the cin- cinematographer, the the CG work that they do with that, I've seen in other works, and, and generally it's used for like androids so for a second I thought maybe she was a robot because her eyes but, had it's funny you say that as you were it. talking Leo Lima it uh, popped up in the chat I suspect that she was a replicant which is a reference to Blade, yes, Runner, Blade Runner or something like that because uh, of her eye of when she was <laughs> right well that's the, the story that it was based on uh, when she was looking at the sky yeah so the, that, there was that look I wasn't quite sure you know who she was or what she was but look there was a whole Stepford Wives vibe to her. So, oh, yeah. you know, the very, like, you know, Stepford somebody. Kind of yeah, there yeah. was somebody who said, uh, I thought, uh, Garrett North again, I thought she looked like a 50s housewife, so I was confused when she pulled out a modern uh, iPhone type of device. I mean, it, just go to the suburbs. I mean, I think, you know, I mean, yes, it's definitely heightened for the show. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look that different than this, it you know, really especially doesn't. like the the wealthier part of the suburbs that, you know, me and my friends would go trick-or-treating on Halloween so we would get the big full-size candy bars. And, you know, I, I, I know that neighborhood where where Jennifer Goodwin's character lived. But I certainly didn't live there. And, uh, I, you know, I think you'll kind of get that vibe. And, you know, the interesting thing was when we see her with her friends – well, she is certainly the least terrible of all of them. She's yes. actually a decent person. Right. She does say to her, uh, to her housekeeper, "Yeah, sure, of course, you're like family. Uh, yeah, you can use the address." Uh, I feel like the other two ladies would have been like, "Oh, yeah, let me think about it." And as soon as she walked out the door, she would have would have called INS, or I guess it's called mm-hmm. ICE now. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been like, "Yeah, there's, a, there's an undocumented uh, lady walking down the street." And I think uh, but- I think you saying that though is. I think the shock for some people because the comment is I but I am a good person. But you know, my mate is this and my friend is that. 
And I am, and I think that is the shock when you end up in the case of the Twilight Zone in this place. What am I doing here? Because I'm a good person. Well, I think on oh. top of that too, the her kind of showing she has a little bit of give, you know, in terms yeah. of that like mm-hmm. moral or that sweetness. Uh, was sort of an indicator towards maybe she relates in some way. So it was kind of tying that, and I think they're trying to do that early on. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to say, what were your thoughts? Because I, I, I saw that you, you had something. We're, we're not, we're not used to having us all here. You I know, know. Yeah. It's, it's a rusty machine. You hear other sound effects going on, and he's sucking my teeth. And you're like, wait, what's? Who's that? Oh, oh, chaos. He's over here. Um, okay, that's a good perspective. Uh, I think that, yes, she is deep down a good, she's a good, well-meaning person, Um, but she definitely is, she definitely is privileged, she comes from a place of privilege to a certain extent, Um, and I feel like for even, for, you know, and, and her main, I forget her name now, she um, she brings Anna. that Anna. Yeah, yeah. She brings it up when she gets to the same place where she says like I'm not part of your family because you don't know my kids. Again, let's jump back to where they're having that interaction where she's asking her you know to borrow the address and she's like oh yes of course like you're part of our family. But then she also reminds her too oh could you please get that when the doorbell rings like oh you're part of our family but don't forget get I'm still the door. your boss. Yeah, you're and part of you're part of our family, but don't ask us for health insurance like one of her friends. Right. Now I did I did like that when you get that table scene that instead of it just being a bunch of, you know, chalky white women um sitting around the table and saying those kind of mean mean things, um you did have a you had a mix of people. You had a you had a black woman, you had a you had another white woman, and you had an Asian lady. So I like that they gave you a little bit more diversity, but hearing that, you know, hearing people all say the same things, normally we get that one broad paint stroke where it's just, you know, oh, look at those bad white people saying those mean things. But the truth is there are a lot of, you know, everybody has some, you know, can have moments of bigotry that, you know, just kind of comes out in spurts. And I, I like that we got to see that. So well, I, that's I, I how know. you know that we have at least in some small way evolved as a culture because yeah, just a little bit. suburban bitchiness does not know <laughs> <Right>. the the, <laughs> the uh, limits of color. Exactly, yeah. everyone can be inclusive and everyone can be an awful, terrible person. Everybody, can regardless be of where their ancestors <laughs> right. are from. Or it's a dialogue on socioeconomic status. And mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, no absolutely. Well, definitely. Well, definitely. well, that's yeah. I think that that's that's if we the go point. to Twilight it, it, Zone way. It's, it's not about their race; it's about their their income level. Yeah, their Right, it's definitely yeah. class. Yeah, um, I there. Uh, I thought that uh, there were a lot of interesting things that uh, that happened along the way. Uh, there was a great line that her husband had uh, when they when she was first being processed. He says, uh, "This is America. Everything is a lawyer thing." <laughs> because the great. guy said, "Like this isn't a lawyer thing," mm-hmm. and I mean that is actually true. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you, a lawyer can't get you out of everything, especially if you're in any kind of facility like that. For you know, again, even you know, any one of us could be there for a reason we don't know, and you could call your lawyer, and you may or may not uh, get to see them. But I, I thought that. Uh, 
I thought that that was just sort of an interesting part of the commentary, too, because it's like, I, I know that you think that you, mm-hmm. you can get a lawyer. But uh, um, who, uh, let me ask you first, uh, first, uh, Raven, were you surprised when they sent the rest of her family home? And it was and it was like, oh, no, no, no you're not free to go, but uh, yeah, right. they can all go back to what they were doing. What I wondered, I was surprised, I guess would be the word, but I wondered if what she said made him question like hmm this one might be one of them how did how did he know these are these are okay and but we have more questions for this one cuz he brought them all they could have just taken mm-hmm. her the same way they just took Anna but to bring them all in and i don't know if it's maybe something more about the way she talked or maybe something the fact that she was willing to help Anna did that let them know like oh they helped their own let's keep her here let's see more about her i wonder what made them keep her. Okay, now can I jump in real yes. quick? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that's a good take and then what about, I thought this is something I thought was that <clears throat> maybe she really didn't have memory of where, you know what I'm saying, of who she was and, 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 and yeah, where just, she came She from. references these nightmares that she has. Right, yeah. she just has these nightmares. What if Anna while, yes, Anna was her maid Anna was strategically placed in her life to keep an eye on her. Mm-hmm. It does seem like she was her oracle or something, if you will, like guiding her through the. That's something. I, that's a, that's a theory that I was rolling around. See, I had the feeling that uh, that facility was for all kinds of uh, people who are here illegally, whether they're from a country illegally or from a dimension illegally. Um, what did you think about that, Angelica? The fact that you know her maid was there in the same facility, but by all indications, she was not one of the pilgrims. Hey, After Buzzers, if you're listening to this, you obviously already like podcasts, and I'm going to go ahead and assume that you like music, too. On Spotify, you can listen to all of that in one place for free. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts now on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now, as well as other shows that AfterBuzz TV does on all your favorite TV shows. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcasts so you don't miss an episode. You can download them when you have the internet to listen to them when you don't, and you can share what you're listening to with all your friends. All you got to do is go to the Spotify app and search AfterBuzz TV followed by whatever TV show you love because we cover over 150 different series a week here. You can even browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Make sure you follow this show because you never want to miss another episode of AfterBuzz TV. I, yeah, it was definitely a moment for me where I was like, okay, there's a a lot of women in here. They're all wearing the same jumpsuit. Right. And she's wandering and it's very stoic. You know, we're not getting a lot of information. Yeah, but who wore it best? Who no, <laughs> um, I mean, I think it looked fantastic on everybody. Oh, right answer, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. a very 2019 answer. Yeah. In so. 1986, we would have said they all looked like trash bags. But anyway, that's all right. I like the jumpsuit look. It looks all right. nice. Well, very, very uh, anybody, in the, chic. anybody in the chat wants to start Portal a Kickstarter chic. to get Angelica one of those uh, orange one of those orange jumpsuits. She'll, about the she'll wear it here. Yeah, that's true. Yes. She'll wear it for the last episode. I already have that turtleneck. Great. So you wear that on someone on the phone. I'm sorry. I, I uh, totally interrupted your No, uh, no, no, no worries. I knew it had to deal with immigration in some way, but I was trying to figure out... Where she was from. Where she was from. And, you know, obviously we could tell there was something a little off with her and that maybe she was wearing a, a sort of facade, you know, hence the eye glaze. I just um, thought she was from Canada. <laughs> oh, okay, Not just okay. for the Canadians in our chat. I just thought they would think that was funny. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then once we kind of... 
we had Anna sort of cryptically lead her through some back alleys, yeah. and then we see some familiar faces. I knew there was something a little more metaphorical Otto, here. Otto, the janitor slash uh, guitar player at the supermarket. Yeah. I don't right. quite understand. And he's like, we're from the same place. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, so, again, in the context of taking and putting this, you know, against what we have currently in our current society in real time, for one, and it could just be me, but I felt like... As they were taking us through these these different moments, I felt like the the, the lighting got darker around her, um, and I felt like it kind of darkened her features a little bit. Um, and 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 like I said, it was lighting, but there are more fair-skinned um, Spanish people, and and only just because we're looking at her maid, and well, why is her maid there? Um, and then the person that was talking to her, I believe she might be Spanish as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I kind of, that's kind of where my mind kept going. Even though, yes, I do remember the, the whole I thing, but that's kind of where my mind kept going. And then when he said, she's going to speak to you and you're going to hear it as English, I, that moment, I wish they would have given us an outside moment where outside of her, we could have heard what that other language sounded like. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I don't know. Like, I, I just kept thinking, like, okay, it's an immigration thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, and ultimately it was, but I kept thinking, I still wasn't thinking another dimension, space, any of that. Yeah, I I think that, uh, you know, and one of the things that's come up a couple times in the chat is true, and it's sort of what we were talking about. It's like, okay, so once it's identified who she is and why she's here, uh Maybe they don't have the capabilities, but let me ask you uh, first, uh, KS, do you think that they couldn't send them back? Because the logical thing to do, if you're going to overextend the metaphor for immigration, is we're going to send you back now. Correct. Um, I, uh, yes, I think they 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 knew they knew how they got here, but they didn't know the technology right. and the method with which they used to get here and write. And I felt like that's probably one of the biggest things they were doing while they were tapping into everybody's brains was because they were trying to see if, through hacking their memories, if they could actually see what, any anything that would kind of give them, uh, you know, like any kind of indicator on what kind of technology they used to actually jump <coughs> dimensions like that. Which that's kind of what been. I thought that was really what it was. Yeah. I don't think they really cared what happened in that other dimension. They just want to know how you got here and how we can get you back there and keep you from coming back here again. Right, and I think that finding out the method and the technology would have been a really great episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there is a back there because it look it would or to parallel. me it would be the equivalent well, of a they came from a war zone or they escaped or it from could even someplace. be for the future. I mm-hmm. mean, but I well, for the wherever context it is, of what's I think it's just, I think it's just decimated. But yeah. I think there mm-hmm. is a place, you mm-hmm. know, and I mean, I think that that's kind of the point. You know, yeah. you have people who are. Uh, refugees or just uh, right. people come across the border here that it's just whatever they're leaving behind is terrible. Yes, there is still right. a there, but uh, it's in varying degrees of, mm-hmm. you know, existence and whether or not uh, they should go back. And the metaphor was pretty straightforward. They're yeah. seeking a better life. You right. Know? And I think that's that's all we needed to know for the sake of that episode. Because she was a child, least. right? She looks very mm-hmm. much like a child. Yeah, I mean, because they talk about how there were two instances. You know, there was like a, a, a present day 
cross over from the other dimension, and then there was one uh, 30 years uh, earlier. Uh, Angelica, what did you think about when she breaks out and she finally gets home, and uh, her husband is standing there with the kids, and I expected something different other than what we got, which was just, like, you shouldn't be here. I thought, uh, I don't know, they looked really stiff and robotic mm-hmm. or something. Like, I thought we were about to get something, some different reveal than, than what we actually got. What did you What did you think when you saw that? I, I think it definitely was going to be a situation of, you know, you're not who we thought you were, yeah. you know, which is, a, it's a, <laughs> I think that's an appropriate a response to that situation, right? If someone's actually been from another dimension, you'd be like, why didn't you tell me, honey? But she didn't know. But yeah. she didn't know. But then they didn't know, and now they felt deceived. I don't know. But at the end of the day, it's like the, the ice cream man carried her back, and now her family just sees her as obviously alien, and that's how they looked at her. Also, did anyone else get, like, 12 monkey vibes from her? Her uh, dimensional from, from thing. Jennifer Goodwin, or? yeah, 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 from her other dimension, her home. Dimension. Uh, when we would actually see the flashes mm-hmm. of it, yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. Legete, yeah, twelve monkeys. Okay, that I got that a little bit, like the <laughs> nuclear kind of thing. Okay. Uh, so uh, Raven, uh, the husband had a, a pretty strong feelings, but the the daughters, the. The daughters Cre- creepy, look creepy twin daughters. Uh, we're both, they're both just creepy. wanted. Yeah, they're a little creepy. <laughs> Only a little bit. Yeah, they, they just wanted to play with you. <laughs> yeah, the shining kids. Yeah, uh, they just wanted to see their mom, and then the dad right. was like, "Nope, upstairs with you. Mommy's a fugitive." Um, but uh, what did you, what did you think, sort of about that that whole family scene, the way it uh, it played out, and ultimately the way it ended? Underwhelmed, surprised, but in the context of today. Not so surprising. It just shows how quickly people believe things and accept them. Not even just believe it, but accept it. Yes. People who were your friends who just said I had tea with you are now like, a gas. Just everybody lined up outside. Like, oh, my God, I always knew she was terrible. If that were me, it... You know, I'd be yelling, let my friend go. <laughs> it's nothing you can tell me. I mean, that I, quick. I, if it was you, I'd be sitting there like, yeah, something always didn't feel right about that. I should have known. I'd be like, I yo, don't... where's that ice cream truck, though? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, and that's that's really the the takeaway we should have, right, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Angelica? That if it's the dead of winter and there's a, a foot of snow on the ground. Creepy ice cream truck. Stay away. There's something. There's something going on. Right. No, it's yeah. never the wrong time for ice cream. I mean, and I, I mean, will say this every single facts. time. Yes, thank you. <laughs> what, is, what did you say? Facts. It's, facts. it's never. Oh, facts, yeah. It's never a wrong time for ice cream. I mean, I agree. That's why. I mean, that's really the only reason I moved to Southern California so that so that the ice cream shops so would be acceptable. open year round. Yeah, yeah. Because you know where I, where I grew up, the ice cream like closes like I don't know in November and it opens up again in March. Really? And I don't know what I'm supposed to. Do during Wait, really? Time. Yeah, like Dairy Street? Queen closes. My yeah. heart oh, wow. just broke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. thousand pieces. Yeah. No, there's not that many around, but yeah. Yeah. Well, that's okay. all right. We'll, we'll take it. We'll take a field trip to the Dairy Queen at the mall. See, I like that at the Heck conclusion yeah. of the season finale. So, uh, okay, there's a few things. <clears throat> now we've seen we've seen the, the a similar storyline in other movies, and and here's the thing, you've seen where. There's, a, you know, there's a couple, and one of them finds out that one of them maybe is an alien, or one of them is something else, or you look like a white woman, but you're black, and it's the forties, and you know, if they they love each other, and a lot of times there's that conflict, like we shouldn't be together, but we love each other, and they stay together, and I thought it was real cold blooded that he just was. <laughs> 
He's just like, no, you shouldn't be here. Go. I'm, now, granted, we did see, you know, the whole tear thing. So you did, we did get that, okay, he he does feel some kind of way. But just the fact that he was still so cold, I that kind That's of rubbed crazy. me. That, to me, it seemed unrealistic. But well, again, to speak to, just real quick, yeah. to speak to what you said about how, um, People are so quick to turn. We see that that, that that this whole cancel culture that we have now, where people can love someone, and you know, let an old tweet resurface oh, yes. or an old video clip from 15 years ago, and now Hashtag. it's like, oh, they're the worst person. I knew they were mm-hmm. terrible all along. So I, I don't know, but I just feel like a loved one. Uh, you know, even your significant other, even if you find out they're an alien, you still loved that alien. Like the alien is is, is a different life form. But you love them for who they were. So what changed besides their genetic makeup? Well, I think for love him, the, the reason why he wished that they that she hadn't come there was because he does still care about her. But it's like you you jeopardize the well being of your family. And also, if you ran, you probably could have gotten away. But you came back to the one place that, of course, they're going to go look for you first. Of course, yeah. he called. But she, I think but, he called. Right, because oh, she left him a message. She right, left him a right, message. Right. I think he mm, called. Right. Yeah, old snitch. And, and, <laughs> and that was like that's what we're all thinking, right? When mm-hmm. she was she was trying to escape, we're like, "Honey, where are you going to go? Yeah. You're yes. going to go back to the same spot. I mean, What's going to happen? She doesn't even know how the supermarket works, you know. Oh. Right? So uh, I loved that whole that that whole you know scene or you know the, the series of scenes where you get to see as they do the normal routine and with Anna it was one way and with her she was completely clueless um I, I like that I like that contrast mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I mean I think uh, 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 maybe a father might have been able to do that where he would have been able to run and keep going and just be like, oh, I miss my family. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and and go on. But a mother, I think it's harder for a mother to True. to really just completely abandon her babies. You know, the good ones anyway, because we know there are some bad ones. But True. the good you know, so I don't blame her for going back. Yeah. No, 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 dumb. because she wants to get her family and take her family with right. her. But maybe the thing to do is, you know, a little bit more... Shawshank Redemption. You mm-hmm. run away, and then you send a postcard. Right? Yeah, They'll maybe, understand where you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, a little bit of logic. Just well, yeah. But it wouldn't be the Twilight Zone because it was no, already so daytime true. when she got there. Right? It was already daytime, which they told her. That, he told her we're gonna they're gonna do the bed check in the morning or the bed count. I'm like, girl, it's already morning. You. Yeah, and honestly, until the night. Yeah, Anna, Anna had some good intuition. Like, you maybe you should have gone with Anna, honestly. Yeah, no, Anna's like, I'm not getting in that ice cream truck. I don't trust him. I don't know where Anna went, but whatever she went, I bet she didn't get caught. She didn't. And see, my mind went to a whole different like taken level because I thought, okay, she's getting in this truck, and Anna's reluctant to get in the truck, but she's not going to get. Taken back home, they're gonna, you know, well, they're gonna I, sell her off. Or I, do I actually else. thought it was gonna be the metaphor for you know what you hear about coyotes taking people mm-hmm. across the Mexican border into mm, the U.S. I actually very... thought that that's what it was going to be, oh, okay. which would have been a very darker. Th- but I guess I don't know. They only had two minutes left, so I guess they weren't gonna introduce that storyline. But uh, I, I, that's what I thought. Um, I wanted to uh, give a. Shout out to uh, one more of the actors in the episode. I do think Jennifer Goodwin was great as Eve, but uh, the stern black-suited official uh, who is interrogating her, that's James Frain, who plays mm-hmm. Sarek on Star Trek Discovery. He was also on Gotham a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought he was great yeah. as the... Uh, 
I don't think I like you, sir. That was my reaction, not uh, Jennifer Goodwin. That's actually how I felt about him. But I thought mm-hmm. he was great. And, uh, you know, a little, little CBS All Access uh, cross-promotion. So uh, I thought uh, – and the actress who played, uh, who played Anna I also thought uh, was great, especially mm-hmm. that scene where she has of like – you know what? What's the name of one of my kids? You right. Know? Uh, and uh, yeah, I. You know, although let's just be—I would never let my help talk to me like that. I don't, <laughs> I don't have any help. It's just a joke. I don't have help. But if I did, they would not be allowed to talk to me like that. Can yeah. I say the daughters? That's that's me as a as a partner. Like, cook dinner for you. Grubhub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was about to say, the first like thing that hopped into my head, yeah, the first thing that went through my head was sponsored by Grubhub. <laughs> yeah, the, the product sure. placement's a little heavy-handed yeah, on some of these shows. Yeah. There's, you know, there's no commercials. That you got to pay for it somehow. Starbucks cup in uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, think about how much people have been talking about Starbucks. That's the best product placement <laughs> oh, yeah. that you ever had. You know Starbucks is uh, that. In the chat, we only have a couple minutes, but in the chat, uh, Jack says, the family situation changed and it made it made the family seem guilty by association, and he did not want to be attached to it. So they're just like, I can't have I can't have these girls taken away from me. I don't want to. I, I'm much too pretty to do time. Is probably what he was thinking. <laughs> and he probably thought she was lying to him the whole time. You know. Um, and what are we going to do? We run from the law? Like not only that, that, but then you know, in that kind of environment in that neighborhood, you know, status um, status is everything. Reputation and image is everything. So there's already a stain on them because it came out that she was a pilgrim. So it's like okay. I don't want this stain. I want to go ahead and be able to restore my status because in in that kind of environment, as crazy as it sounds, that could have affected his job. That could have affected right. a whole bunch of stuff because they're like, oh, you're sleeping with the enemy. Yeah. So. And you yeah. know what else it could it affect? It was cold-blooded, but what keep else going, could it affect? No, 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 no. I do not want to mess up your segue. <laughs> no, I don't no, 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 We all want to hear it. The kids. There's a whole... Immigration metaphor here. What yes. do we do with the kids? Because well, the, the kids, kids are, are half part, her. Yeah, exactly. They're they're part uh, pilgrim, so to speak. But so. technically, they were born here. So, but what are, what are we doing right now in politics? Are they today? naturalized I feel like that's part born of the debate. citizens? Right, but no, we're well, yeah, right, kind I don't of. Know. They could have taken it like so many steps further to yeah. that. But then again, that would have been even worse. That would have been even more on the nose. And we'd have probably complained about that. We'd have probably like, oh, this was an episode that was like 40 minutes too long had they extended it to give us a little bit more, you know, I needed background. But I did, I, I really just cared about the dimensional stuff and what happened to get them to come over and how they came over. All the other social commentary, I get it. We live it every day. Yeah, I was like, can't, can it be more on the nose? <laughs> I think we yeah, got it. I think, I think it might be the, the most on the nose it's, that it's, it's, it could possibly right up, have been. Right up on the nose. Uh, one uh, comment from the chat, uh, Leo Lima points out that from the old-time Twilight Zone was kind of a timeless vibe to the subjects they tackled. This one seems very rooted into the very specific immediate mm-hmm. concerns of 2019. You know, I think that it'll feel 
it, it might even feel dated in like five years. And uh, actually, uh, somebody, I think it was uh, Stratagon, pointed out the uh, Grubhub references won't uh, age well. But uh, that's what happens when you do product placement. Uh, anyway, uh, it, the, look, this is why this is why we have the show to start these kinds of conversations, and uh, we're always happy that uh, we get everyone in the chat to do it. And it's always fun uh, talking to the three of you about it as well. And just one final thing is there was some news about this show. I don't know if you all saw it. But uh, on the day that of the uh, season finale, which is two weeks from today, all of the episodes will also be available on CBS All Access in black and white, like the original series oh, was. Wow. So uh, there's some of them that I think would actually look really cool in black and white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yes, we could go in and change the settings on our TV and watch them in black and white anytime we so want to. Will we be confused about those dimensional? Flashbacks when they're you know what those should be in color. Ooh, yeah. yeah. And uh, the final like thing it. is this was uh, this was episode eight in season one of the Twilight Zone. The original incarnation, season one, episode eight, is uh, time enough at last, which is my all time favorite episode. This was not on par with that. But anyway, we've kind of covered that over the last hour. Wow. In any case, <laughs> just just being on the nose about it. All right. Uh, Chaos J, where do people find you? You can find me on Twitter, K-A-A-O-S-J. You can find me on Instagram, Chaos underscore Jones. And A-Trey, if people want to know what you're eating this week, where should they go? <laughs> you can go to my Instagram at Angelica Trey or A-Trey on all the other platforms, including Twitch. Raven. You can find me here on Mondays, Gentleman Jack. Check it out, HBO. And on social media, Raven French. Uh, you can find me here a lot of days of the week, including Tuesdays where I do the Chernobyl after show, Tuesdays at 9 Pacific. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. Uh, we will be back next Thursday at 10 Pacific. Uh, until then, we will see you all in the Twilight Zone. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 